This is episode 17 of Material Podcast, hosted on the Relay FM network. And this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. I'm one of your hosts, Yasmin Evian, and I'm joined, as always, by my awesome co host, Chicago Suntime tech columnist, Andy Naku, and Pocketcast app developer, Russell Ivanovich. Hello, friends. How lovely to be called awesome. Thank you very much, Yasmin. Awesome and friends. Best intro <laughs> ever. And friends. Five stars. <laughs> Would uh, listen to intro again. Yeah, can you put that on the iTunes <laughs> review? <laughs> <laughs> so last episode we had uh, talked about the movie the internship and you know it was one of the episodes that we really didn't know how you listeners would take it but it was probably one of the episodes that we actually got the most feedback from so i think that means you liked it <laughs> so it was fun to hear back from you uh first off one of them was quidditch is actually real it's a real sport and uh thank you cyan j droid for sharing your pictures of your school's Quidditch team. That looks pretty awesome. Yeah, and it looks a lot like it does in the movies. I was, I was surprised right down to the guy in the, uh, <laughs> the yellow shorts literally wearing a, um, what do you call it, like a tennis ball. Sexually suggestive. <laughs> I noticed his tennis ball was a bit let's higher. Just, though, let's so just call it. Yes. It was more a tail than anything else. Uh, I was impressed though. So, yeah, super impressive. I, I'm willing to start a Quidditch, a material podcast Quidditch team as long as I don't have to chase the golden... Person. <laughs> as long as I can be the equipment manager, I think I could. I think I will excel at sports where I stand by the sidelines and hold clipboards and complain to the coach that the boys are not getting enough electrolytes and the girls are not getting enough electrolytes and we have data from the, from the fitness monitors that I don't like. Yeah, I, I don't want to admit this, but I was actually researching how many people you need for from a Quidditch team, and I was trying to figure out which other podcast hosts could be like co-opted into this team if we're, we're going to do this thing. How many? How many team members do you need? I don't know. Oh, that's as far as my research got. <laughs> <laughs> now, has it gotten to the point where there's actually like official Quidditch brooms, or is it still just go to Home Depot, buy whatever you want, saw off the saw off the end of the thing, and you're done? No, they they did actually look like they were using um, different kind of brooms. They weren't as long as your average broom. I don't know what brooms are like in America, but ours are quite long. They tend to be like taller than people for some reason. Well, because you're basically going to be using it to like swat venomous insects away from you. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're at least 10 feet long. <laughs> also, um, uh, one of our other listeners, uh, David, via email, gave us the, the explanation of why they weren't actually working in Miami, which I thought was pretty cool because um, we discussed in the podcast, you know, hey, how are these guys getting to a job in Miami, you know, and the, the sales start during the day and he turns up there later in the day and he drags it. Like, how on earth is he doing this? Like Hollywood magic. But... It turns out that it was actually in Modesto, California. Is um, so the the boss was based in Miami. That's where his, you know, holiday house was that he was calling from. But the job was actually in California. So a little bit more plausible that they got you know there and back pretty quick. Well, and also that uh, the other question we were asking is that if they're unpaid interns, how can they afford to live in the San Jose area or the in, in, where we're near their near the Google campus? And so once again, they're saying, well, maybe they give you housing. Yeah. Okay. It's it's plausible. I mean, also they were saying apparently at the end there's bags and the, you know they're all packing up their bags and clearly they're all getting on a, like buses at the same place and maybe. Mm. See, it's 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 funny when you you compare like a uh, like a James Cameron movie. You know that it, there's a reason for everything, even if that reason was cut out of a longer version of the movie. Like in the Abyss, there is absolutely nothing in that movie that is in, that is accidental or unexplained. I'm not sure if the director of this movie had exactly the same level of interest in getting every detail just so. It's possible that at some point they said, look, we just we, we, we can't really afford to shoot three different goodbye scenes. So what excuse do we have for everybody leaving all at the same time? Uh, how about that they're all getting the same Greyhound bus? Oh, okay. Works for us. You got a bus guy? We got a bus guy. Great. Have a bus here at 730 in the morning. Uh, sometimes the simplest explanations are, are indeed the best. Sometimes you just got to hang a, hang, hang a lampshade on it. So, Andy, I'm pretty jealous of you because you are holding in your hand the Nexi <gasps> devices. Well, well, I am now, but yes. So. <laughs> I was not the listeners don't know. They so don't as, know so this. as not to make a liar of you, now I have actually a Nexus in each so hand. Andy has the white Ooh. Nexus 5X, I believe, and the graphite 6P. Is that right? Yep, exactly. Uh, and I took them out of the fancy schmancy. I got a spec case for the uh, 5X. And the I have never seen this 
thing before this kind of thing before this is the nexus branded google case that it's a rubber it's a rubber like case but it also it's the back of it has like this felt Ooh. on it yeah. So yeah, I was you very could... interested in that one when I was looking at the different cases. Oh, it, it actually came with the phone. Um, uh, no, actually, was I think it was an extra thing that was in the box when they they sent it to me. But I'm curious to see, like this, the, in addition to like having felt on top of the rubber, there's also like a silk screened like pattern design that I'm gonna guess is gonna not be there in about six weeks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a limited like, edition. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's it's maybe it's like a you know it's a a way to figure out how old your case is and how how close you are to having to buy a real. Case. It's like those toothbrushes, but, you know, where the blue wears down, and then when it, when it's at the bottom, you got to replace <laughs> the toothbrush. Exactly, it's only good for 40, 40 miles at forty miles an hour. Um, but actually, no, the of, of course the phones are the real thing, and this is since I was I didn't actually attend the uh, Google event myself, so this was my first uh, chance to hold them, and man, they feel great. Um, the fi- the six P like it's a solid metal sheet. Mm. Uh, they there's a hump on the ba- people. Some people are making stupid remarks about how the top has this little like Cylon periscope sort of thing that has like that extra thick camera sensor and the a cutout for the antennas so that you know they they don't have to try to <laughs> drill through aluminum uh, in order to see the outside world. Uh, but all feels so good in the hand. It feels a lot slimmer than it even looks. Um, it's a really nice size. It's just a tiny bit smaller than last year's Nexus Six, but it's exactly the right amount smaller. Because I mean, I also have um, I have a iPhone Six P here. Excuse me, I'm going to say that all the time. <laughs> Why do they call the the same things the same numbers? I, I'm only a man. Uh, the Six S Plus, uh, and like they're almost exactly the same size in every dimension. Uh, and so it's 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 just that different. I, I, there's a reason we talked about my uh, a couple weeks ago about how I almost bought the Nexus Six from Motorola last year, and it really was that was the thing that kind of put me off. It was just a little bit too big. Whereas maybe it's because I've been carrying around the uh, six and the six uh, the six plus and the six S plus for the past three or four months. Uh, but this feels like it's exactly the right balance between I want a big screen for a reading, but I also want to not have to like carry a makeup purse with me to carry it around in all the time <laughs> um but then i'm still kind of tempted oh, i'm still kind of tempted by the 5x because Aww. it's just a little bit smaller but it's almost just enough smaller to make it feel like it's not even a big phone at all which is ridiculous because this is this would have been a huge phone like three years ago <laughs> but I, I kind of appreciate having phones that are a little bit smaller now um, I've also thought just based on the pictures, I was going to be thrown by the fact that the fingerprint sensor is on the back. Um, but that just means that whereas on my iPhone and on the, uh, on the, uh, galaxy, uh, galaxy note five, you, you, you train your thumbs for the fingerprint recognition here. You, you train your index fingers for it. And it's actually kind of cool when you take this out of your pocket and your finger just finds that back of it anyway. And by the time it's up to your face, it's been unlocked and it's ready to go. Um, there's nothing I don't like about it uh, so far. I, I've only had it for a few days. It was really unusual. Usually, when there is uh, when companies send out this kind of hardware on embargo, meaning that you 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 can have it but you can't write about it until X date, they're giving you about a week or two weeks head start. Uh, they shipped them. Almost everybody that you've seen review this phone so far, they got it on Friday, and the embargo lifted like a midnight on monday morning <laughs> they're so, like you will work over the weekend congratulations <laughs> yeah or or it's like i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's suspicious because these are both of these phones again i've only had them for for a few days so i can't really make a review of them but but they both feel like really nice phones well made they've both been performing exceptionally well sometimes though you worry about let's hope that people are only going to review them based on 16 waking hours we don't want people to do a lot of testing we certainly don't want them to try to drop it once and they don't we don't want them to actually take it on a trip with them to find out how badly the camera fails when you actually expect it to do things outside of your office uh so just a little bit of warning if you if you see anybody who's been like doing what they what they promise is a well investigated in-depth review probably that's not possible. As a matter of fact, a lot of the people who've been writing about it have been, I think Gizmodo specifically even said that, Hey, I don't have, I don't have enough 
yet to give you the real review, but I'm going to, it's Monday and the embargo's lifted, so I'm going to give you the first impressions that I collected over the weekend, which is exactly the right thing. But so far, I, I'm really, really pleased by this. It, it, I'm, uh, I was actually sort of drifting towards maybe switching back to the iPhone based on uh, my experiences with the iPhone 6S Plus over the past uh, few weeks. And now I'm like, but this one is nice too. <laughs> and the, I've only taken a few pictures with it, but the camera is really nice. And I like the colorful interface. You know, look, now it's now on tap. It's 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 not finished yet, but it works nicely. I could I could own one of these. Like, so Andy, oh. I know you were a Nexus uh, Five fan. Like that was your go to device. Are you thinking? It was my jam. Are you thinking you're gonna do like a Five X now? Or are you now that you have the Six P? Like which one is more more appealing to you? I don't know. Again, it's it's been it's uh, it's only been a few days. Um, the 5X not only is it a little bit smaller, but it's also uh, a lot lighter uh, than the than the uh, six. It's like I said, it's just smaller enough to make it a little bit more usable. Uh, I was, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I said before that the six is the same size as the iPhone uh, as the new iPhone, and uh, do you see the movie uh, Her? Yeah, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and so you know how he he put that safety pin in his front pocket so he could put the phone in his pocket and have the. That's exactly what it's been like for the past <laughs> you know few weeks. I, I, I want my shirt pocket, but it looks like I'm trying to, sh- I'm trying to make sure my little pal can always see out of my pocket. <laughs> so I'm kind I'm kind of cool, I'm kind of keen to see have, have a smaller phone. I, I I've always I've liked my Nexus Five forever because I think it's quite the the right size. What I'm really excited about is that they have the same camera in both of these phones. And usually the thing that will get me to buy a crazy, stupid, bigger phone is if it's a much bigger camera. The other crazy, stupid thing that will make me buy a bigger phone is a bigger battery life. But God, I now have Android M on the Nexus 5. And you know, my, the rants that I've been doing on this show about how bad the battery is. The first, all I, I mean, it was like it was like they were listening to me and saying, "Andy, we we love you, we 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 respect you, and we want to we want to make good on our promise to actually give you a usable phone." Uh, so now I'm thinking that maybe all all I want is the ability to you know if I go to bed and there's still 38 percent battery left, I want to wake up like seven or eight hours later and take it off my nightstand and there's still about 30 to 35% left. I don't want to, you know, take it off the charger at 11 and the battery's dead by 5.30 and I didn't even use it. <laughs> so so, so t- tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going, in, going into the city and doing my usual like round of standard tests. I go to the Boston Public Library and take a set of photos that I take, I've been taking for years when I test cameras and phones. You've been there uh, so often, Andy. Do you ever do you ever get recognized? <laughs> Is there any fans like hiding behind the bookshelves, just like peering through? That's Andy. He's taking his photo again. I've I've been recognized at the at the public garden. That's where I take the squirrel pictures, <laughs> and so I have been recognized. Oh, I, I, I saw you tweeting that you got the new iPhone. Like I thought I'd find you here. Like oh, I'm glad you tracked me down here. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking silly, trying to attract squirrels with uh, <laughs> with handfuls of sunflower seeds. Uh, but to answer, but to answer your question, yeah, uh, uh, to answer your question, yeah, I, I'm. If the camera is just as good, I might be leaning towards as a personal purchase the five X. Yeah. Only because, again, I, I I have a I have an iPad Mini for you know big screen fun. So might, <laughs> you just that, compa- I might you just save a little bit of money. The size of the six P to an iPad Mini. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. It's like it's it's not it's, it's nowhere near I, there. But I already have a tablet, the, 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 the so you know, five X will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of sorry, speaking of the screens, like, do you notice if you hold the two side by side, do you notice much difference in the uh, the screen? No, they they look pretty much the same. Um, I would say that the six uh, P screen is a little uh, of that sort of oversaturated sort of appearance that is sometimes quite a sometimes a little bit of fun. Uh, especially with user interface stuff, um, I wouldn't say that uh, the, anyone is less detailed than the other. Uh, looking at uh, photo reviews, both of the uh, you know after I take pictures, uh, they both look uh, pretty fine. They're both really really snappy photo uh, snappy cameras. Um, I have not used one like that daily grind where you're opening and closing a million apps and tabs yet, so that's that's still yet to be proven. But it's not as though I've it's not as though the five X seems like you know the little dog and the six looks like the big dog. It for uh, impression after only a few days is that primarily it's going to come down to do you want a, are you more comfortable with a larger screen phone or you're more comfortable with a smaller more compact phone? 
Yeah. Wow, that's excellent. And I'm impressed that, uh, I mean, it's early days, probably have to wait a week or two, but it seems like Google has finally made um, the ultimate Nexus and they've made it twice, which is pretty impressive. And they're se- it's pretty cool. And they're sending the phones out pretty quick. Uh, my husband just got an email like today saying, hey, your 5X is on the way. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but I will get to play with it. I'll, I'll ask nicely if I can set it up for him. Um, I know that... <laughs> and then he'll never see it again. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I could have sworn my phone arrived today, though. The FedEx shipment says that it's here. I, know, I haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen I'm it. Really I think it got delayed. Darn neighborhood kids. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. I'm like... Russell uh, sometimes jokes that I'm like Homer Simpson when he bought uh, Marge the bowling ball for her birthday and like had his name engraved. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> kind of do that when I like buy new uh, toys. Uh, one of the questions I had for you, Russell, or Russell, sorry, uh, Andy, was that the Nexus 6P and the 5X don't have the Qualcomm uh, fast charging, but they have the USB Type-C charging, which is supposed to be faster. Have you noticed a difference like is it pretty quick to charge or i'd say so um i'm only on my second or third charge because i'm not re- i haven't been using it like uh really hardcore day to day um of course the big yeah, <laughs> of course the big difference is like oh that's right this is USB-C. <laughs> I think I have one of those cables somewhere. It's like, I've, 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 of course, it comes with a cable and a charger, but like I'm not used to, I've got, every time I put away the packaging so I can send things back later, I almost never take out the charger or the uh, or the cable. So, oh, that's right. I have to go back into my storeroom and go get <laughs> one, one copy of that cable. I also had to go and order a USB, uh, a USB 3.0 to USB-C cable because I'm sure I bought one when I was testing out the no actually I probably didn't uh, the only I, I i'm only buying USB-C stuff when i'm reviewing stuff that uses USB-C and i think this is the first time i've used a USB-C phone so i had to go order some stuff from amazon again um the fast charging it seems to, it seems to top up pretty quickly uh promises that it will put a useful charge on there pretty darn quick seem to be true um i ran it down uh all the way to the ground uh, yesterday afternoon and I needed to quickly just get a picture off of it, and I the, don't quote me on it, but I think that I had it. I had it plugged in for about fifteen or twenty minutes, and that gave me like several hours of useful usefulness. It, 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 seemed, it seemed to put like a double digit percentage of. Battery you heard on it here it, first. So I'm happy. With fifteen that. minutes gives you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, gives, it gives you enough. I, but isn't it, that's the that's the great thing about so many. Dear Mister, I was listening to you on the podcast. And I pressed pause, and then I sent you this email. Controversy helps sell ad space. I'm all for that. But is but isn't that the coolest thing about how uh, now they're not only engineering these things to give you long battery life, they're not only engineering things so that they charge quickly, but they also keep you. They also keep in mind when they engineer the charging system that what if someone just needs desperately a couple of hours they don't have they don't necessarily have to have it going for but the, their battery is down to one percent their uber is coming <laughs> in 12 minutes and i mean that's a, I, I love phones that do that i have the uh the, the new apple uh wireless keyboard and it does the same thing too it has an internal rechargeable battery and uh the if you charge it for an hour or two then you get it, it lasts for 30 minutes but if you just plug it in for about a minute or two you'll get enough to at least get a couple hours worth of work done. I think you meant thirty days, not thirty minutes. Hopefully, otherwise Apple's, <laughs> Apple's in trouble. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm. I, I'm just sort of programmed to say derogatory things about this keyboard. New Apple keyboard. Really like now with thirty minutes <laughs> of battery life. Don't worry. You just attach the hand crank to the side. <laughs> Ten minutes of vigorous tr- twisting, and you'll be good for another. Three you only need later. a couple to get you through the day. You need an excuse to knock off early at two p.m. So, have you got any other thoughts about the uh, the next eye, Andy? Anything? Was there anything disappointing about it? Or was so far has it been all upside? Uh, all upside so far. Um, the uh, just it reminded me of so many things that I really like about Android, because uh, I've obviously over the past month I've been setting up a couple of different iPhones, and it's it's not complicated, but it's not particularly easy. But knowing that both times I set up the five X and the six P. 
it was, oh, that's right. I don't have to actually type anything in. All I have to do is have my Nexus 5 in the other hand. And then you go into system settings of the, my old phone, say, set up a new phone. They find each other. You just verify that they're showing the same numbers on the same screen. Hit one button and it's all taken care of. I was at, uh, uh, I was at a diner this morning that has uh, free Wi-Fi. And I'm used to after two different iPhones. Oh, that's right. I, this isn't set up for the new uh, for the Wi-Fi here. What's the oh god? What's the what's the password? Then I've <laughs> not noticing the fact that it was already connected and already downloading stuff because the Nexus Five knew the password. So of course the Five X and the Five P know the <laughs> password as well. This is the definition of what people find creepy about Google, <laughs> unless you're a fan of Android, in which case you think, wow, that means I didn't have to, <laughs> I didn't have to just be sucking down data off of my SIM. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, I it it I might have to change my opinion of again. I, I'm it's going to take me uh, my my review will probably be next week because starting tomorrow I'm going to go into in depth testing of of these as opposed to just noodling around. Um, but it makes me wonder if I should now say that your default choice for a phone uh, Android phone should definitely be a Nexus. Given that you don't have to choose between – last year and the year before, years before, you only had a small one or you only had a large one. You had no choice in the matter. Now you have two brand-new ones, whatever the size you want. Uh, they're both affordable. They both obviously are running uh, Android 6.0. They both have seem to have really good cameras. Um, I used to say that uh, – pre previous, previous to this, it was easy to say that I think that my default recommendation is a Motorola uh, – because of all the things that we like about Motorola phones, now I'm sort of I, I, I'm going to be really rethinking that over the next week as I test this out. Because if you can get if you can get a Nexus phone for not that much more uh, than a Moto X, and you lose that level of abstraction in system updates, you are getting it directly from uh, Google as opposed to getting it from a company that really wants to make it fast. Um, and third. Yikes! I've been reading about uh, Lenovo has has been releasing some stuff saying, "Oh well, we're not no longer going to be doing this new Mo the the Moto Active feature that you like, Andy. <laughs> uh, we're no longer going to be doing these just this gesture thing that you like, Andy, uh, because we feel as though a lot of that has been rolled into into Android proper." Which I don't know if that's true. I don't. It feels more like they're saying that we feel as though it's too expensive to keep maintaining these features uh, in hardware and software, and we'd rather not have to deal with that. So it's uh, there's still a lot of good reasons to get a Motorola X, get a Moto X, but yikes! Again, if the, if these uh, these these two Nexus phones had a really good first impression on me, and if that bears up, the only question is, can Google ship these in quantity so that you don't have to wait six weeks before you get one? <laughs> and will they ever make it to Australia? I think the only other downside I've seen is that. Um, a lot of European people have been complaining about the the price in euros. So apparently, it's not like a direct conversion from US dollars to um, euros. There's actually like a huge markup in there that's not accounted for, like in you know sales taxes or whatever. So for some reason, I don't know what it is, but these phones are actually sort of more in the premium sort of end of things in in the European market. Interesting. Mm. But no, that I mean that that sounds really positive. I want one now. I, I just wish we had the technology where I could just reach into the screen, grab yours, play with it for five minutes, and, and then and not give it back. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only I, one I, way. I, oh, I, I'm I, so sorry. I got I, I got a Lego Wall-E on the desk. I also I also have Pixar walking teapots. Don't don't be so hasty. If you're gonna grab something. <laughs> Is Wally done? I'm. I've stopped at the head, because they uh, 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 there is a there's an issue with the neck joint, so that it can like flop forward. The head, since it's so big and heavy, can flop around a little bit if you pose it the wrong way. And the Lego people have just posted something on their official site saying that we're not going to be shipping any more kits because we've come up with a fix for the neck solution. And so now I'm thinking how hard is it going to be to take this apart and replace the pieces uh. <laughs> versus how cool would it be to have a finished <laughs> okay b how cool would it be to have a finished wally but also you know i i've been really really good about keeping these other parts like nicely segregated i wonder how much longer i can prevent myself from losing a couple of these pieces if i just <laughs> leave these parts on the coffee table in my in my office and i'm thinking that maybe just out of self-defense i need to finish this model i, I know the lego people are better at this but i'm kind of hoping wally has like a, a neck brace like they send you some white pieces <laughs> to build him a neck brace cervical with. collar <laughs> 
Well, thanks for that, Andy. I, I got to say, I'm really jealous that you have the phones, but I'm also super excited that um, you know you've got them here. We've got an actual reviewer with with the phones in his hands. I'm yeah. I'm, I can't even talk right now. That's how excited <laughs> I am. It, it, it is fun to like new phone day is like I, I sometimes make fun of people like getting all <laughs> excited and I, I, they're going to have to pre-order three weeks in advance without ever having held the phone in their hand and they're going to spend like a thousand dollars. But it, you know, a, as adults, <laughs> we have so little that puts us right back to like being you know, a little kid at Christmas time. It's like there's never there, there's I don't even care if people are, are getting lined up to pre-order tickets for the new Star Wars movie. It's like as long as there's something that gets you excited about something in this life, that's not something that anybody should make anybody feel ashamed of. Not only that, but but we get the Star Wars movie first here in Australia because we live in. But the you're going to stream it to us, right? Ooh. You're going to like hold out your phone and live stream it to us. <laughs> I'm a bootlegger, you guys mean? Gonna bootleg. So, the funny part about uh, saying that we get excited about toys is that uh, Jamba Juice was giving away uh, little Android figurines. Look how cute they are. And the one I'm holding right now is orange, and they were giving out another <laughs> one was green. And if you use Android Pay at Jamba Juice, they would give you one. And so <laughs> I got it, and I was with my daughter and my <laughs> husband, and I like had to look at my daughter. I'm like, okay, now this is Mama's. Like, this isn't a toy. <laughs> and then my husband is just like looking at me like, you're like a little kid right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> this, this this reminds me of the time I was at the Twitter campus. You know, they have a, a building there in San Francisco. And you have to remember, this is a place where people get paid, you know, reasonably well. There's free food, you know, on this entire floor. And um, I walk into the cafeteria and there's a line of maybe 150 people uh, in front of a vending machine. I'm like, what on earth are these people doing? And I asked the guy I was with, I'm like, what, what is going on here? He said, oh... There's a new vending machine in here. If you tweet out the name of this vendor, you get a free pair of, um, I think you guys call them flip-flops. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're like these highly paid, yeah. you know, successful people who've got free food all around them. They're just sitting in line for like an hour just to get a pair of flip-flops because they're free and it's cool. <laughs> I did. Uh, I had. I had to like. Uh, you know, the, there are these services where you can get a room. Uh, you can book a room in a, a conference room in an unused office, like in New York City or a major city. Uh, it's like a phone app. It really works well. It's called uh, uh, I can't remember. But uh, so I, I need I need to do a podcast. So I rented one of these rooms for for three hours. And one of the amenities of the room was this big, big like jar, like full of like a gallon of uh, <laughs> a gallon of uh, of uh, uh, of tootsie ro- little, little mini tootsie rolls. And I didn't. I had I had to speak for two hours, so I wasn't going to be eating chocolate taffy like for two hours during the show. But during the five minutes when I was packing up to leave, did I put half of those in my bag? I indeed put a half a gallon of tootsie rolls in my bag because who who doesn't like free tootsie rolls? I I'm too old to trick or treat. I've been told this as recently as three years ago by the parents of my neighborhood. This is like me being able to trick or treat this one room that I've paid thirty dollars an it's hour. It's like to when to Uber occupy. used to put the candy and the water bottles in your car. I don't know if they still do that, but not here in Phoenix, but in San Francisco. Like when I a couple of years ago when I took my first Uber, they were they had this like candy and water bottle like set out when I sat in there, and I was like, "Can I take it? Like, are they going to charge me extra for taking these? Is it going to be like the hotel room where it's like, here's your bottle of water, take it? It's only going to be twenty dollars, <laughs> you know." Yeah, 3 a.m., you're thirsty, you can't find the tap, it's right next to your bed. I'd be more concerned about the previous rider opened it, took one swig, and put the cap on and put it back, and and the driver has not replaced it. it. Oh, I have to say, um, during the week, uh, speaking of Uber, and not that we're promoting Uber, but I got a... um, uh, a thing on Twitter from an Uber driver in Melbourne saying he's a huge fan of our show. So apparently he he drives around, he listens to this show. So hey there, Uber driver in Melbourne. Uh, you just got a shout out, which is pretty cool. So the other thing I got excited about, two two small articles I found is um, the, the Doze mode that Andy was talking about in um, Android 6.0. Um, it turns out in the, the, the contract that you have, so as an Android manufacturer, if you want to put, you know, Google Play services and Google Maps and gmail and yada yada on your phone if you want like a proper certified android phone you have to pass certain criteria and you have to sign sort of certain documents and it turns out with android 6.0 one of the stipulations is that you're not actually allowed to modify the way doze mode works and you can't secretly have any of your apps be an exception to doze mode so if the phone's (laughs) yeah if the phone's trying to put uh, sorry if the os is trying to put your phone to sleep then you're not allowed to mess with the way that works 
And if you have, let's say, Samsung and you've got some app that really, really needs to run you know, outside that, and Google has those. I mean, Google Play Services does that. Then Ads, 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 yeah. ads, 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 ads. <laughs> Then you have to put it in a special user accessible area that says, hey, these are the apps that are specifically exempt from Doze mode. And I think that's that's kind of exciting to, to see that they nailed that down to, you know, hopefully there's, there's manufacturers that come along and they're like, oh, well, I guess we can't change that. And better battery life for all which i think is yeah is awesome i, I like how, i like so many of these initiatives that google is doing it's like have, have you ever had someone that you know that my god this guy is a, or this woman is a genius and so, so insightful and just so brilliant if he or she ever stopped smoking dope <laughs> they would take over the world in 10 seconds and I, I feel like google is like doing the exact same thing where it's like i, I bet there are people inside of apple saying thank god God, like the entire Google Android community are just smoking dope every single day. Because if Google and if, if Google and Android ever got their act together and said, you know what, you're not allowed to have background processes processes that stay on all the time. My God, we're gonna be so it's gonna be so hard to compete with those people. As is, they're just binge watching cartoons and staying on the sofa all day long, which makes iOS look so much better by comparison. <laughs> And a note to our <laughs> listeners, you don't want to go into doze mode as we give you this fantastic <laughs> offer from Squarespace. Yes. Russell, you have more information about this? I do. You can start building your website today, squarespace.com. If you enter the offer code material, you get 10% off at checkout and you get to show support for our show. And if you love our show, you should go do that. If you need to build a website, you can build it beautiful. So when it comes to giving yourself a place online, there's nowhere better to, than Squarespace to do that. Um, they put all the, the power in your hands that you need to to build the website that you want. So they've got, you know, all these predefined templates that you can uh, drag and drop around. You know, you can put your content where you want it to go, and you don't need any coding skills. So you don't need to know what a you know what a CSS three or a CSS five tag looks like. You don't need to know where the HTML video goes. You just drag and drop these things around, and Squarespace does the rest. Um, they also make sure that your site stays you know up and is secure. That's that's a big thing these days. You, you know, you get a link from someone famous and boom, you know, your website goes offline. Never, never a good thing. Squarespace handle all that transparently. And all their designs feature um, responsive design, which means that if you're on a, a tablet or if you're on a Nexus 6P, which apparently are, are the same thing, that your, your site's going to scale to those. And then if someone opens it on a big screen, you know, it's going to look good on there as well. And you get 24-7 support. So if you really do get stuck and there's something you want to know, um, they've got teams in New York, Dublin and Portland that are there to help you out. They've got a commerce platform in case, you know, you want to sell stuff on your website. You can definitely do that. They've basically got rock-solid hosting and they've got all these different things that you need to go check out. So Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month and you can start your free trial today with no credit card. So you can go there, squarespace.com, enter the offer code material, you know, get 10% off your first purchase and check it out. And we want to thank Squarespace for um, supporting our show and all of FM. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Now, there's a. Uh, now can we talk about a legal action that will not put us all to sleep? Because I thought this was pretty cool. Um, uh, if you've been following Google or following this internet thing for quite a while, um, when Google decided to send vans to public libraries uh, and university libraries and scan every scrap of paper <laughs> published that they had, whether it was copyrighted or not. This was a good example of Google doing something awesomely cool that really that everyone was going to love. But we'll find out later on if it's legal or not. That's, it's, it's, certainly, it's certainly an interesting thing to do. And you don't do that unless you're Google and you have lots and lots of lawyers. Uh, in the United States, the Authors Guild uh, decided to sue Google to say that, no, you can't do that. Uh, because we go to, of course, we go to Google Books. You can, uh, it does, it certainly won't give you the entire text of a copyrighted book, but if you do a keyword search, it will show you the paragraph like in front of and behind it, and sometimes even a few pages around it. Uh, and they said, no, 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 that's our copyright. You can't, you can't actually do that. And so it's been bouncing around the courts ever since, but it seems to have been settled this week with in a, in a decision that kind of shows that sometimes the courts are very, very subtle and, uh, very, very correct. It actually makes a lot of sense. Um, there's a great article in theatlantic.com that uh, explains how it goes. The argument is that um, the reason why Google Books falls under fair use is because one of the defining things that, that are required to call to cite the fair use exemption is if you do something transformative to the original work. 
So if you do a if Weird Al Yankovic does a parody of a mu- of a piece of music, he's clearly transformed it, and therefore that falls under fair use in digital terms. That also uh, you can also do like an image a Google image search, and they can present you with a thumbnail of a copyrighted image without violating because again they've transformed it. And so the basis of this ruling ruling is that indexing and searching uh, software can also provoke a transformative effect on a piece of work and so the ability to index and perform a search on that content uh, they said absolutely positively falls under fair use therefore because they are transforming the work by giving you a brand new tool for accessing it and finding it especially given that of course you can't get the entire book you can only get at most about the page that a certain thing that you search for falls under Uh, and so it's hard to imagine how badly things could have gone if they said that no, you can't, uh, you you can't use anything that's copyrighted that's been scanned and the information therein used for other purposes. Um, you can you can imagine how bad it would be if you could just simply you you, you can't like quote a table of statistics from out of a book and do math on those statistics for a new conclusion. I mean, uh, not a lawyer, and so I, I, I'm so excited by by this ruling and the Atlantic.com's explanation of it because it seemed to make sense, uh, <laughs> but it also seems like a really good victory. Especially, I just I love Google Book Search because there's I can't tell you how many times I've I've gone directly from Google Books to Amazon.com to buy a secondhand copy of an out of print book because all I've all I know is I'm interested in this topic. This allowed me to surface. And discover a, a book print, printed in 1978 that is not only I think is about that topic, but here is a page that shows that shows me the depth of the knowledge that's a, that's reflected in that topic in this book, and therefore I'm going and buying that book. So uh, I think it's a big win for everybody. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, the other thing is this has been an ongoing thing for I think at least ten years now. I remember when I first got into podcasting, um, I started listening to Buzz Out Loud. I don't know if you remember that podcast with um, Tom Merritt and uh, Molly Wood. And this is Molly. one of the first topics I heard them discuss. Yeah. This was uh, one of the first Molly rants, I think, <laughs> where she went on a rant about, you know, why can't they scan the books? Like, it's yeah, it's, it's a good resource. You know, it's, it's good to have a text that you can actually, like, word search through, you know, rather than the old way where you kind of take a fat book and you flip through, you know, trying to find the right chapter <laughs> in the right place. It seemed like a good idea. And even back then, you know, they were having legal problems. And 10 years later, it sounds like it's finally sorted out, which is, which is pretty cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that I'm, I'm not a damn lawbreaker, <laughs> or at least, or at least that I can, or, or actually, no, I, I was okay with being a lawbreaker. Now I'm glad that I can be smug about what I'm doing. <laughs> See, the court has upheld it. I yes. was correct all along. I told Google you. Let me, Google, let me also, do it. Also, because, I mean, yes, <laughs> it's like you, you can, you, you can, you can sue google or you can try to sue each one of us individually i'm glad you tried to sue the, the company that actually has the money and the lawyers if you try to go after me i would probably would have sold for 300 dollars because i can get my hands on 300 dollars. Uh, but yeah i mean it's 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 uh, there, we talk so so often about the differences between google doing things that are maybe slightly not legal who knows let's find out <laughs> Uh, and things that might be a little bit creepy, I suppose, by some definitions of the word creepy. But nonetheless, they seem to make things better for a great many people. And the indexing every book ever written is just such a positive. Uh, there, there's so many topics that I have not, uh, I would not have the amount of interest in going to the library and slogging through card catalogs and even online catalogs and then trying to look through individual books and indexes to find what I want. And yet there are times where you can just take this flight of fancy that takes you through Google Books and gives you everything you want. High school teachers are cringing everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing I liked about it as well is that I don't know how they do it these days, but I remember when they first started, they actually built a a thing that would actually flip the pages on on the photocopier. And I thought that was such a Google thing to do, you know, to to build, you know, this this quirky piece of hardware that would actually help you scan like an entire book in. Yeah. Or anything that gets people more access to libraries. Uh, I was at the, I was in the Boston Public Library last week and finally used their, uh, if you're in-house, if you're inside the library, because the library subscribes to pretty much every database uh, of academic papers and research papers everywhere. 
And I was just, ugh, I was supposed to get be out of there in like 90 minutes. And I was supposed to finish something I was supposed to be writing and then post it from the Wi-Fi and then move on. But it's like, oh, that's right. I saw a citation for this one. Now I can read the whole thing. That's great. I can print the whole thing. I can email myself a PDF of the whole thing from here. So yeah, maybe it's, I mean, it's, 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 I have no idea what it's like to be a public school teacher. I imagine that it must be a little bit in an age of Google. I imagine it must be a little bit like you know. I was a kid when calculators start becoming like cheap commodity things that everybody could own, and you saw those the young, really cool teachers whose attitude was, you know what? Here's a device that costs all of eight dollars that can do basic math and trig functions way faster than I could teach you how to do it. Why don't we use this so that you can get that answer really, really quickly, but that will let you go way, way deeper dive onto much, much more advanced math topics. And I, I, I have such a pleasant picture of kids because they can just follow all of these paths through information and get primary resources and not just the little, little boys and girls golden book of particle physics. Uh, just being able to say, go ahead. If you're interested in this, I will help you. I will guide you. Find. Uh, I will guide you through your self education on this topic. But go nuts to come back with me. What you find and make me interested. Yeah, I in your think topic. so much of kind of preparing people for the quote unquote real world is the fact that most of the time when you get a job, you don't know how to do everything, but you need to be able to know how to search for that and how to figure it out and do it yourself. Um, and so. I think it's good that they're, you know, incorporating technology to kind of do that and teach you because that's kind of what you're going to be doing when you grow up. Uh, spoiler alert, kids. That is how real world works. If you want to be a developer, <laughs> there's only one website you need to know. Backoverflow.com. <laughs> you didn't even have to say it. I just knew what it I, was. I think I saw like a tweet. It was, uh, it was this image where it was like, I can be a developer. All you do is go to stackoverflow.com and find the answer. And I'm like, that is very true. <laughs> so yeah, development. It's not that hard. Yeah. You can do it. Anyone go out and do it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks, hey, hey, you know. <laughs> Don't tell them how easy it is. They'll all be doing it. I'll be out of a job. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great how develop, even for me, I, I, I majored in computer science in school. It's like, <laughs> I'm so glad that most of my development is a two-step process involving command C <laughs> and then command V. <laughs> wow, it works. That's amazing. Oh, we're going to get some uh, people that are going to be upset with us. No, it is great to learn all the, you know, programming languages and find out why you're doing what you're doing so you can actually figure out and problem solve. There's my snippet. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Everything you learn in the university, varsity, and college is, is not of much use in the real world. Because The hell you say? I, I learned APL. I learned Lisp. I learned Snowball. And I use every single one of those languages in the late 80s, early 90s when I had to pass those classes. It really paid off. And that, yeah, that, I that learned how much I... Yeah, that 95 training really came in so handy. My, my sister is actually a librarian at an elementary school. And she says that one of the things she definitely like uh, incorporates into curriculum is searching. I don't know if she does the internet so much because I don't know what they can and can't do in elementary school, but really just kind of using technology to find the information that you need, um, which I think is super valuable because that's how you do it now. <laughs> yeah. I remember even went back when I was in university, this wasn't that long ago, but we, we had a few subjects that had open book exams and everyone was like, what? You, you get to take your textbook in and you can just flip through it? That's, but, but isn't that cheating? I'm like, well, no. Like, this is what happened in the real world. They don't lock you in a, in yeah. a room with, like, no books. <laughs> it's, it's so much worse. You, should, you can explain these people. No, no, no. They're not testing you on what you can repeat. They're testing exactly. you on your understanding of the topic. You're in hell. That's so true. <laughs> You're like, so you're not going to give me the equation to solve for it. Darn it. So one of the exciting stories um, that I got excited about hearing is that Google Maps is finally giving you a way to stop along your route. So say you're heading into work and maybe it's your first day on the job and you need to go put gas in your car or you need to go get coffee and you need to stop somewhere along the way. Uh, before, there really wasn't a way for you to find an in-between um, between the two. I mean, sure, you, you can be driving and then make a search for coffee and then find the nearest one. Uh, but now there's actually, a, there's it's going to be built in into the Android uh, mobile app. You'll be able to stop in between, which is something that seems so silly because 
I'm like, how could it take you that long to do that? Because it's something that's so essential to the way people uh, use navigation. In my <laughs> opinion, it's like you're driving and you're thinking, oh, what's the nearest gas station? Um, and the cool thing with the Android app is that it will actually give you the prices for the gas station, um, which is pretty neat because it's like, hmm, if I wait a couple more miles, it's a lot cheaper and that would give me a better deal. As someone that always likes to sh- like sort through all that information, I'm excited for this. What about you guys? Did you get excited when you heard this? Uh, yeah, I did as well. I mean, this is something I try and do all the time. Like We're going from here to here, but I want to stop here. And there's no way to tell Google Maps that. And yes, you can plot a route to one and then plot a route to another, but it's nice just to be able to do that more than one. Apparently, um, I don't know if we ever had Waze in Australia, but apparently this was this was a feature in Waze that's, that's making a comeback. Yeah, uh, and not only that, but they also uh, just this week did this huge, huge major redesign of the Waze app. I don't know if people have, been, have received it yet, uh, but now it feels less like a nav app and more like a consumer app. Um, I just noticed the I just noticed it just a couple of days ago I think I haven't actually I I, I have been <laughs> inside the house working so I haven't been driving around with it yet but it's a, but it's a, it's a great sign of like cross pollination of that acquisition it's easy to forget that Waze is actually own lock stock and barrel by Google because Google just seemed to just say we will will hold the pink slip on your company but please continue to do what you're doing. Um, and it's, it's we were all worried that they're just going to be a do a brain drain or just say hey we just yeah. thanks thanks for the live data <laughs> you can you can send the rest of the, the team home uh, but it's it's great when you have two independent teams that are sort of fertilizing each other and yeah it's it's just it's just like you say I mean there there are times when you don't notice how low you are on gas until you realize that I pretty sure I'm going to make it to my destination, but it'd be nice to, not only would I like to not worry about that, maybe I need a <laughs> Snickers and a Slurpee right now. Uh, and so it's, it's cool that when you activate that feature, it just guesses what what's logical that you would want to try to find in the middle of this route. And you can search for whatever you want, but coffee shops, gas stations, uh, grocery stores, uh, restaurants, that sort of stuff. Uh, so it just makes everything so much more elegant and so much, more, so much nicer. And it also, it also bears to be uh, mentioned that uh, Apple Maps is still really blowing down Google Snorkel. Uh, Google Maps is still the king, I think, definitely. But it keeps Apple Maps keeps getting more and more sophisticated with every major update. Apple keeps buying providers of data and making deals with other data providers. I think they did a deal with was it YellowPages.com uh, to get access to more local businesses. Uh, and so it really is important for Google Maps to uh, navigation to keep that step ahead or however many steps ahead they are. Yeah, I mean, it's getting harder and harder for me to know which mapping app I'm in. There used to be open Apple Maps. You search for something, you can't find it. You're like, oh, I'm in Apple Maps. Wrong one. But the, these days, yeah, they're getting a lot better. Yeah, I really like the real-time um, condition that they brought in from Waze into the Google Maps app. Because that saves me. And the fact that it automatically, like, so if you're driving um, from home and there's an accident, it will just pop up as a Google Now notification. So if you have your Android Wear watch, it'll show up on your watch. Sometimes it does it too late and you're like, yeah, thanks, Google. I'm in this. (laughs) I'm in it. (laughs) But um, I I think they had to keep kind of ways running because I'm not sure a lot of the community would have made the switch to um, Google Maps. So it's good for them to to keep that uh, running. One like feature that, hey, if you are at Google and you're working on the Maps team, one neat thing, um, and maybe I'm just like the only person that would benefit from this, but you know how you have the travel time and it usually can't, re- you can only find out about it as you're prepping to go somewhere or in the morning, like if it's going to work. But I just started a new job. And so I wanted to know kind of like the different times um, that it would take me in the morning. And there's no way for me to plan for that. Like it's going to tell me my... Uh, usual time there but of course if i'm looking at night it's not going to give me the traffic so it would be awesome to be like well i'm going to start leaving around this time in the morning could you tell me what the typical conditions are and i'm sure they have the data because they know what's your typical travel time um so that would be really cool for planning future planning purposes so anyone at google maps feel free to incorporate that into uh, google maps Ooh, I like that. Can I attach a rider where you give it like a 30-minute window and you're like, I want to leave somewhere in this 30-minute window. When's the best time? Yes. And when am I going to yes. avoid the most traffic? Instead of me know? having to like keep on opening the Google Now app and hitting refresh and seeing, okay, <laughs> is it is it going to get, uh, <laughs> is my travel time going to increase or decrease? 
I do have to say, though, I'm sad, Yasmin, that you're no longer an intern. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're all really sad. You can't tease me about it now. <laughs> <laughs> but one, one thing that makes me happy, though, is I was reading that the New York Times apparently has done a deal with Google um, where they're going to be giving their subscribers, which are a number in the millions, uh, a Google, Google Cardboard. So they're going to send that out and they're going to start making um, interactive movies, apparently. And I think the thing that really excites me about this is I'm not super excited about you know virtual reality 3D games. I'm not super excited by some of the other stuff I'm seeing. But I am really excited about the idea of being able to view the world from someone else's perspective. So, you know, imagine there's a, there's a war zone or there's something happening or there's some event. Having, like, actually putting on a pair of Google Glass and seeing what's going on in that particular spot. You know, I know it's it's pre-recorded and, you know, someone's edited and whatever, but just the feeling of being there, I think, could be something really powerful for, I guess you wouldn't call it storytelling, you'd call it news reporting, but did, do you know what I mean? Like that, just that feeling of I'm here and, and this yeah, is what's so, happening. Yeah, uh, so ABC News um, actually released like an Inside Syria, uh, same thing that Times is going to, or New York uh, Times is going to be doing, um, similar story where, yeah, you're you're following kind of the reporter around and the reporter will start talking in like a certain spot in Syria and then he'll start sharing about what's what is this place and giving you information and you put and it's using Google Cardboard. It's using it's a Google Cardboard app. So you can put it on your face and you can be looking around as he's talking and it gives you so much context of what is surrounding. I think so much when you see news stories and you hear reporting, it kind of I don't know if it doesn't feel real, but it's hard to really immerse yourself into what is happening. Um, and I think these experiences are going to make uh, new stories uh, come more to life, which is, I guess, sometimes not a good thing. But <laughs> it's. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the man yeah, being stabbed. You do need more reality on it. I was I, I have uh, the uh, Samsung Gear VR uh, and. It was not the sort of thing that I would have reached out to Samsung to go out and test. They reached out to me and asked, you know, do you want a, a meeting and like try it out? And then we'll send you home with a pair to try out for a couple months. And I was surprised at how much I really, really enjoyed it. And they have, uh, there's uh, the services that you get uh, through Oculus, uh, Oculus uh, content um, really changes your mind about it. The ability to, when they shoot something that has a 360 degree camera just in the middle of a location, just the ability to look wherever you want to look really puts you there and I, I i hate to say and we're talking about serious news gathering but one of the first things that i was watching because it was one of the first things that was available was an audience perspective on that game show uh, uh lip sync challenge it was it's produced by jimmy fallon i think it's on like one of the like high <laughs> triple digit cable channel entertainment things um but they just simply put a 360 degree camera just in the, the 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 in the audience area where people are all standing around i was standing in my office wearing these things and the idea that i could be looking at the place where the performer is lip syncing singing i could look at that or i could look at the back of the stage where the hosts are just like sort of you know huddling with producers and getting me their notes on whatever impromptu things are supposed to say as soon as the thing ends or i could turn around and look at the rest of the crowd and the freakiest thing ever was at the end of the performance i started applauding with the audience because <laughs> i'm i'm standing up with them i'm i'm in the middle of them and yeah so i mean as new york times produces such slick wonderfully produced content and i'm sure it's going to be great stuff but it would even be really good if they just simply said we're just going to mount a 360 camera on a tripod in the middle of something where some interesting things are happening defining interesting however you'd like and just i can look around and see i want to look at the advancing line of police i want to turn around and see people running away i'm going to look overhead and see the the the, the helicopters that are now swooping in uh it 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 really is intriguing and it really shows you how you know, I don't think that even the New York Times could afford to send millions of copies of of, uh, of Gear VRs to people, but a flat piece of cardboard they can put a couple stamps on that you drop your cell phone in, that works great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost the perfect thing for that kind of thing. I, I seem to remember that um, there was times when I was a kid and you'd buy you'd buy a subscription to all these weird things and you get to build your own dinosaur or you get to build your own this. I think getting like Google Cardboard, that's that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, and the fact that it works with any phone, iPhone or Android, is really the best part. And it's a piece of cardboard. Like there's, <laughs> it's cardboard. <laughs> it's not hard. Uh, it's not expensive to distribute. Yeah. Um, and so anyone can access it. No, I was just gonna say it's it's so like uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say anti Apple. It's like there it's yin and yang, <laughs> like two 
for two philosophies that define each other, the ne by negative and positive space. Whereas Apple would say, we're not going to ship a VR product unless it is perfectly executed. It solves every problem. It builds, it moves technology forward and creates a, a new uni mind to help usher the human race into its next stage of evolution. Google says, you know what? It wouldn't cost us a lot of money. It'd be cool and fun, and okay, yes, it wouldn't work because you, you can't really like adjust the 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 interpupil distance. You can't you can't make it as good as a ten thousand dollar VR kit, but it'll be cool. We can mail. Okay, let's do it. We're doing it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Let's see where this goes. I, I had a cool moment. Um, we were meeting with a real estate agent just um, and he just discovered Photosphere. It's like, have you, have you seen this thing? On, I've got the Samsung, and I, you know, I press this button, and I made this. And look, he's like, look, I made this, you know, three D uh, view of a house, and he's like, I put it online, like it was amazing. And I showed him Google Cardboard, and I think his mind yeah. almost exploded. Like, <laughs> he's like, what? You can get these things? I'm like, yeah, like you know, it's like twenty dollars. You can just. And he's like, oh, this gives me like ideas. I'm like, oh no, what have I done? Now he's going to be a bazillionaire because he's selling so many houses. <laughs> One of the other awesome Google uh, Cardboard collaborations is they uh, partnered up with uh, Mattel for their Viewmaster. I don't know if you remember the Viewmaster, which is it came with like the little disc that you would put into the little red Viewmaster, and it would you'd have this like 3D view that you could look and explore different places. Well, now they created their own uh, Viewmaster that you can put in your phone. And so it's like a Google Cardboard uh, viewer, but it's actually made out of plastic. Um, and the review said that it's done pretty well, and it even has a strap, which is if you're giving this to a kid, having a strap is a great thing so that if they drop, you know, if they drop it, they still, hopefully it's still strapped on. Uh, it looks like a pretty sturdy device. And I'm thinking that, you know, the holidays are coming up and it might, you know, be something that I get for my daughter. The only downside, the, the beauty and the downside of Google Cardboard is you need a phone and usually you have a phone, but when you have like Viewmaster, which is something that's mostly going to be dedicated to your children, they don't have a phone unless you have like a household phone that you guys are, you know, using around the house. Um, so I'm interested to see how Google Cardboard within families uh, kind of plays out because most of the time I don't want to give my daughter my phone. But you know what? When I get my 6P, she can take my 5X. There'll be <laughs> 5X, sorry, my uh, <laughs> Moto X. Now, so many Xs, I'm getting confused. Uh, social... Let, let's not kid ourselves, Yasmin. This is for adults. Yeah. I love it. I want one. <laughs> Forget Just, the children. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's going to be one of those gifts again that I buy for my daughter, quote unquote, but mama is really going to use it. <laughs> and the... Mommy got you this. Oh, there's no phone. Oh, so sorry. I'm no, going to have to take you're it just... back. You're just being a good mother because you would be overindulging <laughs> her by giving her the brand new latest and greatest <laughs> phone. By providing her with last year or the year before's phone, you're teaching her that to not fall lockstep into brands, that even uh, even a second tier or third tier hardware is still plenty useful. There are children all over the world who don't have any sort of a phone whatsoever. And, well... It's mommy's phone. Don't you want to have that connection between, <laughs> between parent and child? And that and that leaves me without a phone. I'm going to have to go out and buy a brand new phone. That's how much that I'm willing to sacrifice for you. And I do and I do and I do for you kids. And this is the thanks you get. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I still that have speed. my StarTac flip phone. If you don't like the Moto X 2014 edition, I can I got, I can give you the analog flip phone. There you go. We still have the Nokia that, does, that doesn't like fall to... apart and can play Snake. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, if you're upgrading pretty often, I guess, yeah, you'll have that extra phone to to have your children play with. But I haven't tried I haven't tried Chromecast with her because she has, you know, we have like the Fire TV and even another way to watch Netflix on our um, TV. But uh, I'm curious if we did have kind of like a instead of the tablet, but like we had a phone that was just out and about in the living room if she would, uh, you know, use Chromecast. I'll have to do an experiment and see how she likes it. Probably hate it, but. <laughs> yeah, as, as a mobile developer, I have to recuse myself from this conversation because we have a phone for everything. We've got an Instagram phone. I've got a phone dedicated to BB-8, this this toy that we bought. <laughs> We've got a phone that's like single purpose phone just everywhere that just do like one thing. So yeah, I can't, I can't speak on this matter. <laughs> we're, we're, I guess we're about done, but I, I can't let this, I can't let this show close 
about talk, congratulating uh, HTC uh, on their new <laughs> A9 phone. Uh, that I mean, it's you got to say that uh, either they are such brilliant industrial designers that without any knowledge whatsoever of what the last year and a half of iPhones look like, they came out with a phone that looks exactly like an iPhone 6, or at least they're clever enough to say, this is actually way better than anything that we had planned. Why don't we just, again, command C, command V, only an industrial design. <laughs> I, I, I've, it's the, the, the camera is in the center of the body and as opposed to the right, the left corner. Otherwise you'll be damned if you can find any difference in, in this apart from the logos. And I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying they should be ashamed of themselves. I'm just saying that, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that I, 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 if if I met one one of these people, like let's say I met I met like a a friend's wedding, and I find out that someone like words on the A nine team, I would, I would, I couldn't help but troll them a little bit, saying, "Wow, that's that's oh, what, do you work? You worked on the A nine? I just love the design of that. It just looks so <laughs> modern, and it looks like I mean the best compliment I could pay for any piece of technology is that." I don't think Apple would be ashamed to have come up with this design. On to their, be uh, fair. And just watch them <laughs> shrink into their tuxedo or their, their gown a little bit to more. To be fair, you know, HTC had that metal design with the with the lines for the antennas, with the M7. So really, they're, you know, who copied who? Who knows? I bet no. <laughs> no, it really does look like an iPhone. There's no way to deny it. Yeah, and I mean, even I, who has a massive soft spot for HTC, you know, they were one of the original Android manufacturers that was, you know, doing cool things and they were this innovative company making, like, funky designs. And, yeah, they had, you know, an all-aluminium phone with antenna lines before <laughs> Apple did, but you you look at that and then you look at this one you're like, yeah, you know, if, if I really wanted to be a diehard fan who wanted to ignore all the external evidence, I could probably argue that, no, this is not a copy, this is the natural evolution of where this design was going, but... Really, you look at the M7, the M8, and the M9, and they all look pretty much the same, and they look nothing like this yeah. thing, I think. I really yeah, like draw the your own just, old I, design I think, of the M9s. I really like those speaker grills. I don't know why. It just looks nice, but... Yeah. I, I like the front-firing front, front firing, uh, uh, stereo speakers. On the Nexuses, they work uh, They work really great. That's a, I, I, I'm never... I, as, as much fun as we're, as we're having here, I have said before, and I continue to say, that I hope that any time that any manufacturer comes up with a great idea that is completely customer-positive, I think that is you're doing your duty as a designer if you steal that idea. Um, okay, if you make it look exactly like the iPhone, maybe not. I mean, but it, but it's it's and also like a uh, so I, I'm so I'm setting up the uh, the fingerprint detection uh, the fingerprint uh, uh, recognition on these new phones, and I couldn't help but notice that this looks nothing. It's easy to use. It's a similar process where you keep having to tap the same fingers finger several times until it tells you, okay, I think I I know your fingertip right now. And unlike whereas Samsung's, it looks exactly like this Apple setup for Touch ID, <laughs> where this is this is just software. They can make it look like whatever they want, and it looks exactly like the setup for Touch ID, down to like the fingerprints being colored in a little bit as a at a time inside a circle. And I mean, that's not the first thing that Samsung does. It's like every, so many of their apps. It's like, you know, do you not know this? This makes you look bad. Well, actually, actually let me clarify. It doesn't make them look bad so long as they're saying – like I would love it if HTC just simply said, we think the people like the iPhone 6 design. We like the iPhone 6 design. Our lawyers say that there's nothing protecting the this trade dress. And so why why wouldn't we do a design that we know the people already like? Because if they if if an executive said that to me, I would blink twice. I would look back at my pad, make sure I quoted it accurately and said – I have nothing. I have nothing to say to that. You you speak nothing but truth. You say nothing. What you says say makes complete sense. Yeah, Andy, we're circling the drain. Are you circling the drain? No. I okay, like the so Virgin's uh, title for Bride this phone. Schmied. Is HTC's One A9 is a three hundred and ninety nine dollar iPhone running Android six point It's it looks like an iPhone. So if you really like iPhone and you've been yeah. wanting to try out Android. 
H to C A nine may be the phone for you. <laughs> they, they could even they could even say that <laughs> they could even say that also that there is no larger larger collection of uh, phone cases <laughs> and accessories than those made for the iPhone six. So we decided as a boon to our users. Just put the camera in the same spot. <laughs> I should have gone the extra mile. The camera in the same spot. The buttons in the same they spot. Really you could have reused the cases. Here. Make the make 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 the leaf on the Apple logo point the other way. <laughs> Restore the, the little bit where the apple's been eaten. It's all, just fill it's that all back fair in. use so long as you trans did something transformative by putting Android on it instead of iOS. I I, I think I think Spoiler you're in the clear. Spoiler alert for anyone that is interested in getting to design or development or anything in the tech industry. We all copy each other. <laughs> Constantly, creative people are <laughs> idiots. You're saps. Yeah, I guess there's no way to deny it. Um, we want to thank everyone for listening. Andy, where can people find you? Uh, either go to suntimes.com or just follow me easily enough on Twitter. Just spell my last name, which is not easy enough, but I H N A T K O. I'm at Anatko, and I usually tweet links to things that I've published online, podcasts I'm doing. Uh, I took a couple of hundred photos of cosplayers at new york comic-con i'm posting about three or four of those a day uh so a a great breadth of content is available through links on my twitter feed and russell where can people find you uh you can find my oxidized holding platform at a rusty shelf on twitter (laughs) and i'm at yasmin evian on twitter and you can follow us at at material podcast on twitter and you can Email us feedback at materialpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at relay.fm forward slash material. Until next time, stay in material. 